Guys, I've been waiting a long time for this interview. This is going to be a very exciting podcast uh, with our friend, with an absolute superstar in you know entrepreneurship, online businesses, everything that you need to succeed as an entrepreneur. We have Susie Carter, and Susie has helped thousands, not hundreds, not a few dozen, but thousands of businesses to achieve exponential growth create radical business strategies and ramp up from ordinary to explosive. So that's what we're gonna be doing today. When you work with Susie, being average or running an average business instantly drops off as a list of options for you. Susie comes with a 20 year track record that includes building not one, but two eight figure $10 million plus companies and selling them for millions. You're going to learn how to truly live your dreams and achieve financial abundance as you listen to this interview with Susie Carter. Susie, welcome to the show. There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S. and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. I'm so excited to be here and you guys are my secret weapon in my business. So I love when partnerships work, right? where there's such that synergy. Everybody needs you and then everybody needs me. Everybody needs me and then they know they need you after they need me because I show them where the money is. We always say that wealth is your birthright. It's not for some of us, it's for all of us. And so my goal is to help you make that money so you can live your dreams and fulfill your purpose. I, I love it. I'm super excited. I've got a, a bunch of questions and research we put together. Now, guys, just so you know, as you're listening to this podcast, Susie has worked with some of the top leaders in the world of business, including John Asaroff, Lisa Nichols, Steve Harvey, Sonova Andrews, Carrie Murphy, Doug Carter, Redken, Paul Mitchell, Thompson Learning, Dell, the computer company, and many more. So we're dealing with someone who works at the very top echelons of entrepreneurship of business. And so my first question, we always like to get a little background on our guests here. Who was Susie Carter in high school? And what about your upbringing do you think led you down this path of entrepreneurship? <laughs> and that's funny. I had a briefcase in high school. I knew I was a business lady. <laughs> so people had backpacks. I had a little briefcase. Right. So I come from a very yeah. large family. There's nine of us. Bobby, Ronnie, Stevie, Terry, Joni, Shelley, Susie, Kelly, Debbie. My dad wow. was in the military. They liked kids. Right. We had 1,200 square feet, six girls, one bathroom, three boys. I don't know how we did it. I look back at that and go, holy cow. What I learned about money was there isn't any don't ask. If you want money, go make it. My dad said to me, you can have whatever you want. Go get a job. Go make it happen. So I... I'm a serial entrepreneur. I started when I was 10 years old, right? Laundry, windows, yard work, babysitting, anything I could do. Because if I wanted anything, I had to go buy it myself, I you know, it. early on. So it that work ethic really propelled me to where I'm at in my business. My vocation <clears throat> is I was a hairdresser, right? I was um, went to school to be a hairdresser and earned a six-figure income, did $250,000 wow. a year, three days a week as a hairdresser. Paul Mitchell found me and said, how are you doing that? Will you teach our salons and spas? So I didn't start out being a business consultant, 
my, you know, our, my manufacturer rep found me and said, you got to teach people how you're doing this. I was a single mom. So I had to get my hustle on. Right. I didn't have a choice. Yeah. I had to make money. I had to pay my bills, take care of my kids. Right. My picker was off, Leo. I, you know, I have amazing kids from it, but my picker was off. That was not a good marriage. <laughs> right? I had no alimony, no child support. So there was no back door. I had to figure out how to make it happen. And so when I started teaching with Paul Mitchell, then people were like, can you coach me? I'm like, I don't know how to coach. I just am teaching you the good news, so to speak. So my business came from people asking me, hey, how can you teach me how to do that? Can you coach me? Can you, do you consult? Oh my God, you need to write a book. I'm like, I don't know how to write a book. (laughs) So in my early days, it wasn't a plan like it is now. I just had to figure it out. And so what I love about what I do is I take this complicated thing called business finance business and simplify it, right? Because I think we make it too hard. Only 1.7% of small businesses hit that million dollar mark. That's bananas. Wow. Wow. That's bananas. 1.7%. So I want to get you in the 1% club, show you how to do it effortlessly. If I can do it, I don't have a business degree because people assume, right? I've built 10 multi-million dollar companies, right? Two $10 million companies. So they think I have some degree. No, what I got is the school of hard knocks, figured it out, made it happen. And so I want my goal now and has been for the past 30 years. I'm seasoned, Leo, I'm seasoned, (laughs) is teaching entrepreneurs how to do that. Susie, that, that's amazing. A lot to unpack there. I did not know you were one of nine children. That's unbelievable. Oddly enough, I'm actually the oldest of nine children myself. Oh. Um, so so I know what it's like to come from one of those households where there's a lot of kids. And, and yeah, if you want something, you kind of got to go out and get it and make things happen. So I, I do feel like that's super important for, for kids to be able to learn that uh, with my own kids. And, and so awesome, awesome stuff there. You were doing whatever it took to, to earn money. And then you start off as, you know, building a beauty salon. You're a small business owner. And who but Paul Mitchell? Like the Paul Mitchell, like we've all got Paul Mitchell hairspray and we've got his products and that's unbelievable that he discovered you. And so now you're coming in and you're training others who are trying to build a similar business. And then that leads you to, oh, well, can you coach me? And now for the last uh, several years, that's what you've been doing is coaching people. That's uh, And now 10, I didn't know 10 companies that you've built uh, to seven figures plus. And you're right, it's such a small percentage. There's 32 million businesses in this country and a very small percentage, one or 2% are getting to that seven figures annual mark. And so unbelievable. What do you think are some of the keys? Like you've, it sounds like you've really built out a formula, right? It's not by chance that, maybe it's by chance if it happens once, maybe twice, but when it happens 10 times, you've got a formula. If you were to kind of structure and and just, you know, break it down into two or three simple, um, you know, focuses or maybe values, what are some of those values or principles that you really need to have that start with you as the business owner, um, you think to create a seven figure business? Yeah. So in my newest book, right, it's called Power Your Profit. Right. I would give you the roadmap to build. Let's see. Can you see it? Uh, Awesome book. The roadmap to build that seven-figure business. And the first thing I always start with my coaching clients is the financial forecasting. 
The finances is the roadmap to what action do I need to take. It's usually a thing people don't put together, but I always start with it. And I have students that have exponential growth, right? We said that. And when I say exponential growth, I'm saying 100%, 1,000%, 3,000%. Wow. Not 10%. If you're doing 10%, you just did what you did last year, right? Yeah. We lose 30% of our business every single year. So if you're only doing 10%, you're not even replacing what you lost, Right. So I want to look at having exponential growth. So the financial forecasting. Now, listen, I'm not putting myself down. I just want to preface. I'm a hairdresser. This math was not my jam. Mr. Cyberson in 10th grade said, you do not want go into another field that does not have to do with math. And I'm like, first of all, who puts the alphabet in math? I have never used algebra. Who's putting alphabet in math, right? <laughs> so oh, yes. <laughs> No, no more alphabet. I want to see more letters. No more letters. Right. By that, You're putting numbers and letters. You're confusing the heck out of me. So when I look at that and I look at, you know, I have created spreadsheets that are simple that we can use as entrepreneurs. I found over the past 30 years in coaching businesses, they can either manage units, like how many things do I need to sell or dollars. Right. If I say we're going to do $100,000 a month, that freaks people out. But if I said, Leo, we just need to close 10 deals. Oh, 10 deals. I can do 10 deals or five deals or whatever the number is, right? So we put the plan together and then look at how many units do we need to sell. From the units, we look at, well, how many leads do we need to sell those units? Yes. So break it all down to the simplest form. So I look at my own business and I'm doing this every single day in my business. Well, if I didn't hit the goal, was I in front of enough people? Maybe I was in front of enough people, but they were the wrong people. A mm -hmm. lot of people are in front of the wrong people. You're not even talking to the community that can support you, the community that can swipe their credit card, right? When I look at yes. ideal client, there's an ideal client, then there's ideal qualified client. That ideal uh. qualified client means I can swipe my card, right? Now for me, I'm seasoned. I don't want to work with just anyone. I want to love and adore my clients I work with. I'm in your business, so I want to love what you're up to, you know, support you in your business, get to know you. I've had clients with that have been with me for 20 years. You can't be a fly-by-night and have clients for 20 years that stay that long <clears throat> and have continually worked with me. And people are like, why do they work with you for 20 years? Because we keep making more money. <laughs> as long as we're making money, let's have fun. So when I look at, you know, the financial forecasting, but make it fun, I make math fun. I always say math is money, money is fun. That's chapter eight in the book. Math is money, money is fun. Because money was not fun when we were kids. You know, nine kids, there was none. Don't ask, you know. Yeah, don't, don't even talk about money. That's <laughs> right. that, that's kind of, kind of what we're taught, this taboo subject. Well, I didn't even realize people got allowance, right? Until I, you know, older and they're like, my parents <laughs> cut me off. I'm like, what do you mean they cut you off? They're not paying for anything. I'm like... Your parents paid for stuff? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I had friends that were getting cars. I'm like, wow, you can you can get a car when you're 16. Oh, that's amazing. Right? They paid for that. <laughs> Which I like you teach taught my kids early on, right? That my kids would cry too. Like, we have to work for everything. Yeah, welcome to my role. So why? So you will too. <laughs> but it gives them great work Amen. ethic. Yes. You know, one's an entrepreneur, one's an equity investor, right? And she's wow. she's closing billion dollar deals, right? So I'm like Woo, we taught my girls the well, right Susie, way. Susie, yeah, that, that's a mark of a great leader, right? Your, your clients are succeeding, they're growing, and your children yeah. are as well. My oldest just uh, turned 18, so hopefully we'll see how good uh, a job we've done here. But uh, he seems to be heading the right direction. So you talked about, you know, breaking it down into simpler forms. Oh, how am I going to build a million-dollar business? No, how many customers do I need to help? How many 
leads need to come in the door that turn into customers. Am I attracting the right customers? Is my marketing working and making business a lot more simpler because it doesn't need to be overcomplicated. And frankly, what they teach and learn in business school oftentimes does not translate to real business, especially as an entrepreneur. Yes. So what is different than reality, right? And you know, oh, like yeah. we're, we're rogue entrepreneurs, so you can hear someone go, that's not going to work in real life. A hundred percent. You know, one of the things I love about your story, Susie, is I love to learn from somebody who everything didn't always go perfect. Everything wasn't this straight line of, of perfect growth and everything just worked out and, and, and so forth. And so I definitely want to learn, you know, when you were going through uh, 2007, 8, 9, and I was going through it, I mean, I think the, the entire world was right. The economy's crashing, real estate's crashing, stock market's crashing. I mean, the banking system almost literally go, goes, you know, expires, you know, however you want to say it. And, and you were seeing your net worth plummet and going through all this adversity. How did you come out the other side of that? And why do so many people not? Well, let me set it up so you can see how big a fall it was, right? Yeah. So I had just sold my company uh, two years before and we sold it for $10 million dollars. Oh and my so goodness. we were sitting in a place that I never had to work again, right? And our yeah. wealth strategy, so part of our wealth strategy was sell the business. We got half the money up front and half the money on the back end, right? Yeah. And in that process, we realized that the back end, they were sabotaging that. So we really walked away with $5 Because I walked away from that other $5 Because I'm like, they were sabotaging the company. And so that it was still a great decision because all my advisors said, whatever money you get up front, that's going to be the money. Don't don't guarantee on the back end. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, OK. So my mindset was like, it's OK. I'm going to walk away from this. So I'd taken about a year off. Just what am I doing next? I had a non-compete in that industry. So I couldn't go back in that industry. But I didn't. I'm like, I don't know. Do I want to retire? I was 45 at the time. Do I want to retire? Is that what I want to do? So I played for a little bit. 2006, 2007 hit. So our portfolio was stocks. Our portfolio was heavily invested in real estate. Right? We had a lot of assets in real estate. And what <laughs> felt like overnight, uh, the rug was pulled out from under me. So I lost $10 million in assets. In our real estate holdings, everything was flipped upside down. My stock portfolio, right? We had cash, but not the kind of cash that, you know, you could survive that storm, right? Our dream house, like, and then my marriage of 17 years, right? The, something happens when money, men and money, right? He felt like a failure. He felt like he let down. So he moved to Thailand. So I chased him away, Leo. Chase him away good. Wow. Right? So my marriage of 17 years, who was my ride or die, we we're business partners together. He said, I will never leave you, you know, left. And so overnight, my world changed. And it was humbling because here I'm supposed to be I wasn't coined the profit coach then but I was a business coach money strategist right and I, I remember being on the floor crying right I had my pity party and my pity party good and I was on my knees praying and I was praying like why like I want to know what is the lesson I'm supposed to be getting because this is brutal I don't I don't have 20 years to rebuild it took me 20 years to build this portfolio and to build my wealth strategy 
and just being, and not like poor me, why? Just like, I don't understand. I've been a good steward. I hired the right coaches. I was strategic in saving, right? I was disciplined. I did all the right things, whatever the right things were. Now, none of us knew the shenanigans that was going on behind the scenes, right? Like sure. years later, you saw shenanigans, but we didn't know that. I just felt like a ding dong. And I remember, I'm gonna call it God. You guys can call it whatever you choose. Um, God in my head, a voice in my head saying, I will never leave you or forsake you. Get up. This will be your biggest victory and your biggest lesson. Get up, go tell the people. And I remember just feeling shame. Like I can't tell people I just lost 10 million in assets. They're going to think I'm an idiot. And God just kept saying, tell your story, tell your story, tell your story. So I started telling my story and people started relating to me in a different way. Because now I wasn't teaching as the guru. I'm teaching from, I, I've been in the pit, right? I've lost everything that I had. And I had two clients, John Asaroff and Lisa Nichols. John, we did a complete turnaround in his company. Lisa, we took from 80,000 to 10 million. And I focused wow. on their business, doing what I did for myself to rebuild myself in a different niche because I was in the beauty industry that whole time. That was my niche. I was doing some entrepreneur training, but my niche was taking care of me. So I, I was doing entrepreneur training because people were saying, can I hire you? Can I hire you? I'm like, I don't know anything about a graphic design company. I don't know anything about a landscape design company. They're like, we don't care. You're our coach, you know? And sometimes I say, you know, God is knocking that like, God kept knocking, saying, go into this way, go into this way. I kept saying, no, 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 turning, turning it down. Well, all of a sudden you can't turn it down anymore, right? Because I'm faced with, I have to rebuild. So I put my head down and built both of their businesses and focused on rebuilding my wealth, right? I didn't spend money outside of what I needed. The first thing I did when I, I got 200 grand in savings is I bought another property, right? And then I bought another property. So I immediately went back into what has helped me build my wealth the quickest, fastest, right? I invested in executive bonus plans. I invested in me again, right? Paying myself first and then helping my clients win in their business. So it was so incredibly humbling and so incredibly, um, a huge eye opener. Cause like you said, if you can do it for other people and if you can do it more than once, then it's a system, right? It wasn't fly by night. I had built my own businesses, then built John's business at a complete turnaround, built Lisa's business and then supported other clients and building their financial growth in their business. So when you follow a system and you think about your life, we use systems in everything we do. Like you get up in the morning, you have a system. Some people get up, brush their teeth right away. Some people get up and get coffee right away. Some people get up and stay in their pajamas for the first hour. Some people get up and go right in the shower. You have a system of how you get ready, like whether you're getting your kids ready or whatever is happening in the morning. You have a system for how you make dinner, right? You know, I'm going to pull this out. And you, some people are planners and do a menu for the week. That's a system. So business is the same way as what's the process that's going to get you to the quickest way to cash. Now I'm saying seven figure business, right? Because the av 80% of small businesses are doing less than a hundred grand. Well, that go get a job for that. Don't own a business, right? Go get a job. So I, I want to teach you to build a business so that you can sell it. I've made my money in selling my businesses, right? Yes. Cash flow has been helpful in my business, but where you're going to make your money is selling it. Right. And so building that asset. So somebody wants to purchase even my current business, 
everything systematized. So Leo says, hey, we want to buy your company. Okay, here's all the things, right? It's not dependent on Susie. And so I don't know if I'm going to sell it, but I'm setting it up to sell it. And most people don't think that long term, but I've got to build it so it's an economic engine so that Leo could come in or somebody else could come in and go, I want to buy this asset. So when you look at business that way, you take it off yourself and you take it off yourself personally. Because again, 15% of our financial success is the vocation that we do, right? So that's Leo's, the funding company, 15% of their success is the funding company, right? We help entrepreneurs get money. The other 85% is sales, marketing, operations, finance. That's the meat, that's the juice. Any one of those are, are broken, it's not gonna work, right? I look at business like this combination lock, remember these from school? I so do. If you're listening to this, it's a padlock combination. One little tick off and this sucker will not open, right? And I remember standing at my locker, felt like hours, right? But, you know, a couple minutes just trying to get the combination right, right? One tick off, it doesn't open. Business is the same way. One tick off in your sales, the money won't open. One tick off in operations, the money won't open. One tick off on your marketing, the money won't open. And most people don't look at that. They go, oh, I did it or I didn't do it. No, let's look at every single tick and go, if I move that tick one, what's going to happen in my income? If I move that tick, what's going to happen with my lead generation? And so for me, the fun business can be a puzzle and to look at, well, how do I get more leads in? Well, what do I need to say differently? You know, do I need to work on my closing percentage? Do my strategic partnerships? Do I need funding so that I can grow? Most people need funding to grow, but they don't know you, right? They don't know a Leo. I've been searching for you guys. I'm just going to say this, Leo. I've been searching for you guys for 30 years. We've used other funding companies, but you guys are the bomb.com. I know this isn't about you, but I'm just going to edify you <laughs> because you really care about the student and you really care about the customer. And so that's an anomaly, right? That's a tick that, that makes you different than any other funding company. So I, I just want to say that. I appreciate that. Yeah, we love serving small business owners, entrepreneurs, and especially strategic partners like yourself that are so valuable, that are helping so many people create their dream business, not just the equivalent of working and, and having a job that earns the same as a job, but a real business that makes a difference, that create products and services that change the world. One of the things my partner, Ty, asked me to ask you in this interview is he's like, Susie, how, when you're dealing through all this craziness in 07, 08, 09 and the recession and, and everybody's net worth being just absolutely slaughtered and whatever the adversity is, how do you maintain so much enthusiasm and optimism to always kind of find that solution and move forward? Uh, one, I'm going to say prayer. <laughs> oh, that's uh, real. My tribe is my vibe, right? The people yeah. I hang out with. Um, I work on my my mental uh, well-being. I work on my, you know, what you think about, you talk about, what you talk about, you bring about, right? I don't have time for negativity in my life or people in my life that are negative. I have a girlfriend that every time I got together with her, she was complaining. I'm like, look, I love you, but I can't have these conversations anymore because they just bring me down. And so you've got to work on your self-worth, right? Your net worth will only go as high as your self-worth. Wow. And so, you know, I have lots of coaches in my life, right? I've got three financial coaches, a business coach, personal development coach, AKA therapist, right? So if I'm going to really help my students, I have to be aware of what's holding me back and what's stopping me. 
my community is my safe space, right? I have a group of powerful businesswomen because I get in my stuff, right? I don't want to, right? I don't, I don't want to put eyelashes on or lipstick on, right? But there, it's a game to go, I love the game I'm playing. But what I know, my very first book I wrote in 1995 was called Passion. And when my um, editor said, we're going to call it passion, I'm like, it sounds like we're selling sex. She goes, well, it's got to be, the title has to grab people. But the book was about, are you living your passion? I love what I do. Every client is different. Every business is different. Every business has an opportunity to see where the money is. And then at the end of the day, I help people change their lives, change their financial trajectory, change their relationship with money. We change their family dynamic. We help create generational wealth. I'm getting chills just talking about it. That's my job, right? So part of if you're not if you're not loving every day, go find something else, right? Because business, we can create business out of anything. You got to be passionate about it. And you got to be hungry about it. You got to be excited to wake up to, you know, talk. Like I was excited to talk to you today. I'm like, oh my gosh, right? So exciting because I love what you guys do and I love our partnership and to be able to serve and make a difference, right? It's not a job for me, right? I did this years before I even got paid because I didn't know how to do it, right? Because Paul Mitchell said, can you teach these people? I wasn't getting paid at that time. I'm like, yeah, I'll teach them. Then I'm like, I'll figure out how to make money at this because this is, it's fun and a lot of work, but I got to figure out how to make the money side of it. So I think that was the God knocking, right? What is God? I say God, you can call it whatever you want. What is it knocking and saying to do? Most of us hear that knock and think it's annoying. Most of us hear that whisper, right? Oprah said, if I had to do it all over again, you know, someone said, if you had to do it all over again, what would you do? And she goes, I would listen to the whisper before it became a tsunami, right? And so when I listen, a lot of times we don't change or go into a new direction until like 2007, right? Everything was taken away. And to go, oh, what's what's my calling? What's my destiny, right? This is my destiny. I knew, right? I, I remember, you know, going, I don't, what would I speak about? I don't know what I would speak about because I'd I wanted to speak. I was attracted to that, but what am I going to speak on? And it, it came to fruition to go, oh, I'm going to teach this business side in this niche, in this industry. So there's that. You've got to be passionate about what you're doing. You've got to love what you're doing because a lot of times we're going to work long hours, right? As Especially as the entrepreneur, you're going to work the longest, the hardest, and be paid the least, you know, for some time. I'm going to help you be paid right from the beginning, but most of us, go several years without um, making money. One, because you don't have the financial infrastructure, you didn't get funding, you're underfunded. That's one of the biggest challenges in businesses right now is we're underfunded, right? To go, you can't grow a business, you know, you can do it in bootstrapping, but it's much easier when you have using other people's money, whether that's your money, right? Whether that you're getting investors, whether that's borrowing from money. My first business, Leo, I put that stuff on a credit card. I was $40,000 in debt, but that was the money I had access to was credit card debt that helped me build that business. So I want to say there's money all around you. There's money all around you to help you grow your business, grow your dream, right? And choose the people that you hang out with and choose them wisely, right? When I'm with my girlfriends, you can't talk smack about your man, right? It's too hard to be in a relationship and everyone's, you know, talking smack about their significant other. Like not on my watch, way too hard. I want to, you can share if there's a breakdown, we want to coach you, but you're not going to complain about your man, right? I want to edify my man. I want to edify, like if your partner, I went out, edify you and who you are and remind people like why we're together. 
that's that's being conscious of you know what you're putting in your mind and the people that you're hanging out with incredibly important you know they always say you're the sum of the 10 people you're hanging out with well who's who are you hanging out with and are what's their attitude what's their and i'm not talking about you know fake i'm talking about this is who i am people always pull sam who's my assistant aside and like, is she really like that this is me you like it or leave it some people don't like me i know that's hard to believe but this is it what you see is what you get Hey, man. Well, a lot to unpack there. I wrote down uh, one of the quotes that I actually really liked that you shared. But to, to kind of start at the beginning, it, it sounds like you've got to have a great foundation. And so that starts with prayer. It starts with meditation. And it starts with finding out what is your calling. Once you figure out what that calling is, what your you know great core competency strength is, now you need to start hanging around and building a community of people that are like-minded, that are going to raise you up. You can't be around the negativity that, that takes you off course. And then one of the quotes, guys, that you, you, I don't know if everybody listening caught this, but I thought I've never heard this, but she said, basically building your net worth is going to equal your self-worth. Yeah. And that those are intertwined. Those are connected. You want to increase your net worth. You increase your self-worth. You you become first before maybe the results actually come. It's it's who you are is what's going to make that happen. So I thought that was extremely powerful. Now, one of the keys that you talk a lot about is that you believe business should actually be fun, not painful. What are the keys you think to making business fun? Well, there has to be a big enough why, right? What I love in my yes. book, Power Your Profits, is we look at every area of your business, right? And just evaluate, where am I, right? And then what is the why? Why are you doing what you're doing? I'm doing this to help women create generational wealth, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, we have men in our community, but my passion is I was a single mom. I, nobody gave me anything. I had to learn the hard way. And so I wanna pave that way for other business owners, entrepreneurs, women to go if it's meant to be it's up to me and so my why is so much bigger than i'm selling programs the programs are just the vehicle right at the end of the day i'm changing people's lives right i'm committed that we have a breakthrough in this conversation that we are owning our power and authority that we are making a contribution we we as women are our servers where we give right it's not as easy for us to ask right we'll we'll over serve and you know be depleted and to go how can we be paid what we're worth and i've created my financial destiny right i created it right nobody handed it to me i had to figure it out i had to do it and i'm just saying if i can do it you can do it right it doesn't have to be hard it has to be strategic and so that was a muscle I had to, to build to learn how to be systemic. I'm, not, I'm a creative, right? Which, with, which money is creative. I didn't know that, right? I always thought money was linear. No, money is creative. Money is an energy. And so when I really tapped into money as energy and creation, I had a breakthrough around money. Because it wasn't just, and for some reason, like you, you can look at one plus one is two, but when you're looking at dollars, one plus one can be 20, right? When you look at having the right person in front of you and you can create, I think that's powerful when you realize that we as entrepreneurs were creative and you can create your financial destiny. I see that most people, their limitation, their, um, their negative money conversations from our youth, from our past, from what you were brought up with, right? We drag those conversations into the future, right? You've got to recreate your relationship with money, 
right? I, I always had a healthy respect for money because I, if I wanted something, I had to go earn it. So there was always that, oh, I can have whatever I want. I had to figure out how to charge. I had to figure out how to do all that. There, there wasn't, no one was teaching us that. My parents weren't, they were blue collar workers, right? So I think there's the opportunity to see what is possible for me. And then what work do I need to do? I had to let go of my limiting beliefs. There was only so much money and people can't afford that. And I was spending other people's money versus really learning to let that go and let people choose. Our job as entrepreneurs is to educate. Educate them on what you have, why they need it, and how they use your services. The consumer's job is to choose. And so when I stand in that place, Leo, I never sell, right? It's I'm coming from education. I'm going to educate you on why you need my program, why you need to work with me, because I'm going to help you exponentially increase your sales, right? A, a thousand to three thousand percent. If you do what I say, doesn't happen. Sprinkle fairy dust. You got to do what I say to make that happen. So being bold about that and making that happen. Amen. Well said. Well, there are certain people that you listen to, that you speak with, and there's like a certain magnetism, a certain attraction that, oh my goodness, if I could work with Susie or get into some of her programs, I mean, our the purpose of this podcast is exactly what you started out with. We're trying to help people. Everybody in this audience wants to get to that seven figures club and they're going through that struggle and they're going through that grind and they're thinking, wow, if I could just, you know, maybe implement some of Susie's programs, some of her systems, understand marketing and, and, and you know, creating who my dream avatar client is, like what's the first step for them to join you and get into your world so that you can help them, you know, bridge that gap from going from, you know, making a hundred thousand a year in, in sales to a million and eventually to 10 million, like you've already done with several clients and your own businesses. So listen, I want, you know, so I have the book for you, right? So we're going to give you a copy of the ebook, the book. It's the full book, not just an ebook, right? It published by Simon and Schuster. So it's a real book. Wow. And <laughs> so that's, we that's power you your profits, right? Power your profits. Yep. Yeah. So we'll put the link in the show notes. So that's the first thing is we want, we, Leo and I want to come bearing gifts. The second thing is you can go to our website, uh, suzycarter.com. We have a podcast. We have YouTube videos. We've got a ton of free resources. You go on that homepage. I have a free business assessment because I don't know about you, but I love those quizzes to go how, you know, I remember being a kid in Cosmo magazine. You know, what's my love language? What's my love style? You take a quiz. Right. So I implement that in my business to see where you at inside of your business. Mm. We have a lot of free resources so you can see, am I the right person for you? Because I'm going to support you. I'm going to coach you. I'm going to hold you to the fire so that you can have the life that you love. Right. So you can follow us on all our social media handles is my name, Susie Carter, C-A-R-D as in dollar, dinero and delicious, E-R. <laughs> dollar, dinero and delicious. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you can find us there. So my, my goal is come people come for the education, Leo, and they stay for the yeah. community. I have accumulated the most world class community of movers, shakers, thought leaders, world changers, you know, so come, come see, come play, come. We've got a one day event coming up in April, April 22nd. Come play. It's 97 bucks. Come play. Come see if we're the right tribe for you. Right, because it makes a big difference in your business when you find your tribe, because your tribe is your vibe. You have to have people willing to stand up with you, 
right? Stand up for you, to remind you who you are, to do the work that you were placed in this world to do. I believe that my gift from God is my life. My gift back to God is what do I do with my life? This is what I do with my life, right? Making a contribution to small businesses across the globe or a global company, transforming people's lives and helping them grow their financial wealth, their business wealth, and their personal wealth. Susie, can I get an amen on a Wednesday? Amen, amen. on a Wednesday. <laughs> that was beautiful, guys. So Susie Carter, that's S-U-S-I-E-C-A-R-D-E-R-D as in delicious dinero and dollars. Dollar, <laughs> getting the dollars flow. So her Power Your Profits book is right there. She's got the system. You can jump in. I can't believe you can actually join one of her events for just $97. She's so right. Like the community, guys, that's where it's at. The community, you are the sum of the people you spend the most time with. So spend your time with great people and they will lift you to levels you didn't even know existed. Susie, it has been an absolute pleasure and honor to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for being a guest. The last word is yours, Susie. Well, I want to say thank you, Leo. Thank you for your stand for our industry, right? Because we need you. And so I want to say that there's money all around you. I want you to tap into it, to look at what do I need to grow my business, to grow my influence, to grow my impact, right? The, the more we make financially, the bigger impact I can make in the world. So don't get stopped by your fear or the unknown. Step into it. Fear leads you to believe that where you are right now is a safe place and going forward is a risk. But the truth is, you're always at risk when you're standing still, risk of stagnating, but more importantly, risk of missing out on your own destiny. Jump. Fear in one hand, courage in the other. Jump. Guys, bottom line, you she dropped so many value bombs on you today, but don't just let that be a passive experience. Take action. Go to suzycarter.com. Get the book. Get join the community, take action, you know, let us help you get the best funding possible to create your dream business. Like put the put the people who are advocates for you in your corner and your odds for success go up. Susie, thank you so much for being a guest on the Seven Figures Club podcast. Thank you, Leo. Have a blessed day. Are you looking for more seven figure secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F I G U R E S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession proof. Thank you for listening. And if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five star and invite others to join the club.